Welcome back to the podcast. And in today's episode, I want to talk about mental health just because it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And, you know, it's something that that's very personal to me as someone that has struggled with mental illness and having a, a mother that also struggles with mental illness as well and also a father. It's... um it's something that I want to talk about. You know, I want to change the, tra- the trajectory <laughs> of how people view mental health because you have all these people talking about like mental health awareness, right? Talking about all this stuff about mental health awareness, but they're not like y'all. What gets me the most is that they don't talk about the real disorders, the real disorders that that fuck fuck with your everyday life. That's the only way I could put it. Like living with bipolar disorder, having borderline personality disorder, having major depressive disorder, you know, having ADHD, that's still part of mental health. You know, someone that has schizophrenia. Can we talk about personality disorders, narcissists, narcissistic personality disorder? And I want to talk about that one, too, because everybody throws that term all around a lot, narcissist. And that is an actual mental illness. I know it's hard to, to believe, but narcissistic personality disorder is a mental illness. It's a personality disorder. I think people just talk about it's okay to talk about anxiety and I and like it's okay like a lot of people struggle with anxiety it's more socially acceptable for for me to say I struggle with anxiety than for me to say I struggle with bipolar disorder I have bipolar one with psychotic traits if I say something like that people are just I'm going to scare people away like people are not going to outwardly say it but I'm going to scare them away And, you know, sometimes I feel uncomfortable talking about this because people do judge. And ironically, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. But we're just when people say Mental Health Awareness Month, it's it's not really bringing it's not bringing awareness to the disorders that people struggle with every day you know people that are diagnosed with these disorders or even even narcissistic personality disorder because that is a disorder too you know these mental illnesses bring an awareness to them and less stigma you know and it's kind of like you know just very hypocritical right? It's very hypocritical. You know, I don't even like telling people I have bipolar disorder because the first the first thing they're going to think about, oh, she's crazy. And can we stop using that word crazy? It is so offensive. Like I say it jokingly, but I can say it. I feel that I can say it because it's something that I have that I... Not that I have. It's something that I've struggled with. I don't, you know, I am not my mental disorder. You know, I might, I have bipolar disorder, but I'm not bipolar. Like my, my diagnosis, 
My diagnosis does not define me. It, it doesn't debilitate me in any fucking way. I have a job. I have friends. I have a life. I treat people with respect. You know, I'm an empathetic person. And, you know, I'm not just some just some person causing havoc on people, right? This is like the, the, the image that they have of bipolar people, people that are unstable and, you know, can regulate their emotions and, you know, they're crazy, you know, because, you know, we have, well, we have Kanye West, who's the most well-known person Right, whether you like him or not, whatever your opinion is about him, I don't care. <laughs> but he is a well-known figure, and he's bipolar. And though it doesn't matter what your opinion is about him, his talent and his success speaks for itself. You got people lining up for Yeezys, like, come on, you know. And I do want to talk about his some of his bizarre behavior because for me, I know what's going on. When I see his behavior, I know what's going on when I see his behavior because he's bipolar. I know, I know, I know, like, for example, what he expresses a lot of and I don't know, I chose him just because he was the first person that I popped up in my mind when I think of celebrities that are bipolar. I know there are other celebrities that, bi that are bipolar, but he is by far probably the most well-known one. Um, him and Carrie Fisher as well, um, the actress that played Princess Leia in um, Star Wars. But back to Kanye West. So... He exhibits a lot of bipolar traits in the sense that so with bipolar disorder, I don't want to I'm not a, I, I'm going to preface this by saying that I am not a psychiatrist. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not either of those things. I'm only talking from experience. I'm not a mental health professional. You know, this is from my experience and from the information that I've researched myself from other mental health providers. Okay. <laughs> So, you know, he expresses a lot of grandiosity. And so with bipolar disorder, there's this there's this these two things, right? So bipolar bi means two, right? So you have something called manic episodes and then you have something called depressive episodes. I what he exhibits a lot of is is usually manic episodes. So a lot of the times when he's saying like he expresses a lot of grandiosity that he's the best, he's like he expresses like he's he expresses himself as if he's bigger than life. That's a trait of of a manic episode. So a manic episode can be triggered by a lot of different things. And I don't know what a depressive episode looks like I'm for him. Cause I I've never I haven't been following him what he's doing as of recently I don't know I don't know what he's doing, but I can say for what I've seen, I I've, I've seen 
a lot of manic behavior. So the grandiosity is a big one, right? When he became very religious, the religiosity, that's, that's, that was another one, the religiosity. That one I can relate with because when I had um, my, my, my first manic episode, which I only had one actually, but you only need one manic episode. And it's crazy because you only need one manic episode to be diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And y'all, that that's just wild to me. That's just crazy, right? So he exhibits more. I don't want to say he has a more. I mean, he is. A, I'm gonna take into consideration. I don't want to compare myself to him. I'm gonna take into consideration that he's under the spotlight. He's under a lot of scrutiny. So, and as someone that's that that struggles with bipolar disorder, you know, that's not, that's not helpful. Obviously you're under the, you're under the, the public eye, you're on the, you're in the public eye and you know, that's not easy on anyone. Imagine being bipolar and being in the public eye to one of like the, to, and being married and being married, now divorced, but being married to one of the most famous women in the world, right? So it's kind of like, I don't, when when people say that he's acting weird and all these things, I'm just like, oh, he's just having a manic episode. That's exactly what's going on. So I'm not even shocked because everything that he's, when he does bizarre things, so, like, manic episodes are expressed with feelings and ideologies of grandiosity. You have grandiosity. I said that before. Religiosity. You know, a lot of bizarre beliefs, maybe. Like, for me, y'all, I was, prior to having a manic episode, I was an atheist. Well, I was agnostic. I don't want to say atheist. I was agnostic. And, um... I had a manic episode. I became a Christian. I went from like zero to a hundred in one day. And I've mentioned this before in my, in my, uh, in my, in one of my earlier podcast episodes where I talk about like my, 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 um, uh, <laughs> where I talk about my bipolar journey, right? I talk about how now that I think about it, I laugh about it, but it's, it was actually, it wasn't funny when it happened. Um, so what triggered the bipolar episode, I saw a rainbow one day and I've mentioned this, I've mentioned this before. I saw a rainbow one day and that wasn't the only thing that triggered it. I'm going to get to the rainbow in a minute. <laughs> I I was under a lot of stress, right? I was I was already diagnosed with depression, right? I was on, I was already diagnosed with depression and I was going through a lot of stress at work. So I I already had like all these kind of like predetermining 
factors, you know, coming in. Um, so I was, I already had like some of had depression. I was under a lot of stress. I wasn't sleeping, right? I was going through an eating disorder. So I had all these things going on, right? And one day I was in the bus. I shit you not. I was in the bus one day. I was in the bus one day and I saw a rainbow. And when I saw the rainbow, y'all, I thought this is ridiculous when I say it, but then I I felt special. And then I felt special because I thought that God has spoken to me. And that sounds it sounds crazy, but when I experience when you experience it, it, it doesn't sound crazy. It sounds logical. When you haven't when you're having a manic episode, you don't know you're having a manic episode until you're diagnosed. Um, not until you're diagnosed. Let me rephrase that. You don't know. Well, once you become aware of it, right? Once you're diagnosed and you come out of a of a manic episode. You reflect back and you look at your behavior and you're like, oh, okay, that was, yeah, the trick, the, the, the signs were right there. The signs were, the signs were in my face, right? So, you know, I, so I saw a rainbow, right? And when I saw this rainbow, I was in the bus, I saw this rainbow and then I was just like, oh my God, I'm special. God has spoken to me. You know, he chose me. There that's strike number one, feelings of grandiosity right there. That sort of grandiosity, I think I'm better than everybody because I'm special. God spoke to me and not to anybody else. That right there is that that already right there is a red flag. If not, that's that's a very big flag, actually. Um and then after that, I became hyper-religious. You know, I started I started praying every night. I started um I started praying every night. Every time I felt like I did a sin, like I sinned. Every time I felt like I did a sin, I would um I would go like if I was at work and I felt like I did a sin. I would uh, go to the bathroom, right? I would go to the bathroom and, and and get on my knees and start praying for forgiveness. That's how bad it was. So I was going to the bathroom a lot. And y'all, I don't know how I was highly, I was very high functional during this time. I don't know how I was high functional, how I was so high functioning, but I was. Um, and so I I was going to work like this every day. Um, nobody knew. Everybody thought that it was great that I became Christian. 
Everybody thinks that it was great that I became Christian. Nobody thought, nobody saw any alarms. Nobody thought that it was weird that I, I that I I chose to be Christian one day. One day I woke up and I was just like, oh, I'm I'm a Christian. I'm Christian now. You know, I I believe in Jesus now. Nobody suspect nobody thought that that was weird. Everybody was just like, oh, that's great that you you know that you that you found God. And I remember there was this one coworker. She was very religious. She was so under. She was so she's such a sweet woman. Um, she's such a sweet woman. And she was like, oh, you know, she was very supportive. You know, I think it's great that you that that you that you you got that you got that interaction with God and whatever. Little did she know that I was going through a fucking. I was going through a fucking episode, um, but she was very sweet about it. And she was very sweet about it. And it, I, y'all, I was like that for two months. I was like that for two whole months. I was, I was just out of it. And nobody knew I was going to work. Not even my own mom. My mom's my mom has bipolar disorder and she didn't even know. But she's she I see I'm a little bit more self-aware of my mom than my mom. I'm more knowledgeable in some things. I do a lot of research on disorders, um especially uh, specifically, I do a lot of research on borderline personality disorder because it does have a lot of correlations with, uh, it has a lot of correlations with uh, bipolar disorder. But I don't want to make this into a whole psychology video unless you're into that. Um, the, I, I I can provide some resources, uh, but I, you know, I, like I said, I'm not a mental health professional. I can only talk from my experience. So I was like this for two months and nobody knew, you know, I ghosted the friends I had at the time. I ghosted them. I, uh, yeah, I, they, everybody thought that what was wrong with me? Like, why is she religious? And I just ghosted everybody. I broke the building incinerator, um, like where people throw out the garbage because apparently everything in my house was satanic, according to me. According to me at the time, everything was satanic. So everything had to go. Um, so I threw out all my vinyl records. Um, threw out all my vinyls. And it was... Like, when I snapped out of it, I don't want to say when I snapped out of it. I guess when I when I got out of the episode, right? Um, when I got out of the episode, the, the manic episode, and I started explaining these traits, that's, I knew I needed help. So when I started explaining these, these, 
behaviors to my psychiatrist, she was like, yeah, that sounds like a manic episode. Um, you have bipolar disorder. Um, bipolar, because there's two types of bipolar disorder. So there's bipolar one, and then there's bipolar two. Um, and I have bipolar one. I don't want to get in too much into the like the differences between the two. You can research it. Um, but there are some similar, there are some uh, differences between the two. Uh, usually, uh, one of the main differences is that with bipolar two, the episodes last uh, less. They're not as long. But anyways, you know, I say all that to say that um, people talk about mental health awareness, but people want to be the first person to call someone crazy. Someone that's homeless and mentally ill to call them crazy and disregard them. So we're very hypocritical. So we over here talking about mental health awareness, but we see somebody on the train acting, you know, bizarre, and we automatically think, oh, you know, they're crazy. Like, so any, like, maybe I'm explaining this wrong. Maybe I'm saying this wrong. But I think it's hypocritical in a way to to turn your to turn around and judge a homeless person that's mentally ill and then you want to claim mental health awareness you know that's the hypocrisy that bothers me about it um i do think it's great to have mental health awareness but we also need to have the conversations that nobody wants to talk about we need to have the conversations that People that live in socially marginalized, poor neighborhoods are more likely to have, struggle, to have mental illness, struggle with mental illness. We need to have those conversations, more of those conversations. We need to talk about, we need to talk more about, you know, just schizophrenia. Because a lot of people... I think out of all the disorders, in my opinion, the one that's feared the most is schizophrenia. That's the one that people are just like, oh, they crazy. They hear shit. They crazy. Um, that's, that's the one that I think, in my opinion, people... people fear the most because like you hearing shit you hearing voices telling you to do you know things that are not great you know you're gonna automatically that's crazy oh that they're crazy also another one another disorder that is correlated with a lot of stigma is uh, sociopathy, antisocial personality disorder. You know, the sociopaths, yeah, that's a disorder. 
And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a hard disorder to live with because people that struggle with this disorder are people that struggle with this disorder is also correlated with being more prone to crime more prone to 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 crime and a lot of people that struggle with with sociopathy or antisocial personality disorder these people are tend to be in jail a lot of the time they're not they're they're diagnosed through because they're they're, they're getting they're a lot of the times they get diagnosed because they got in trouble with the law people that have antisocial personality disorder they don't have a good time with the law it's a very stigmatizing illness um it's actually a personality disorder um i'm not going to talk about what personality disorder this is because like i said i'm not a psych a psychiatrist but we're not talking about we're talking about overall mental health awareness but what bothers me the most as i mentioned is that we don't go into detail we don't talk about the ugly we don't talk about the ugly we don't we don't have those conversations we're still talking about just overall mental health and anxiety right everybody struggles with anxiety but what can we do different what can we do differently to stop that stigma and this is a question that i like to ask myself sometimes like because I've judged people and I say, oh, well, at least I'm not dumb. I'm, they're, they're, I'm like, at least I'm not dumb. They're crazier than me. And, you know, those type of comments are also not. Those types of comments are also not great either. They're not very. They don't do anything for mental health advocacy really not really but i do think in general we can all if we're talking about general mental health let's talk about general mental health let's not get all i don't want to get all deep with the all the disorders and stuff because i'll be here until next year talking about mental health disorders um so I think we could all benefit from therapy. Therapy. Sorry, yeah, I just need to take a sip of my iced coffee. I needed that. I think we could all benefit from seeking therapy, right? You're not crazy if you're seeking therapy. Actually, you're you're that means you're pretty self-aware. And and if you go to therapy, you become even more self-aware. 
you got you you got to know more about yourself by going through ther- ther- sorry therapy <laughs> you got to know get to learn more about yourself by going through therapy you get to especially like you got to talk about things that you don't talk about with people like even your your own closest friends right because A lot of the times, our friends tend to judge us, right? Our friends tend to judge us. Um, and I don't think they mean it in a bad way. I think they probably just mean it as a like as a friend. Like if you say something to a friend and they and it's, they seem judgmental, they're just giving you their opinion because they're your friend. But it's good to talk to a therapist because a therapist is going to give you an unbiased point of view about something. Not an emotional point of view, an unbiased point of view. An unbiased point of view is what you're going to get from a therapist. And I think that's great because we need stuff like that. Um, we need, we need, um, we just need to be overall more self-aware, you know, um, and stop stigmatizing therapy. People that go to therapy are not crazy. People that go to therapy just want to be better. They want to be better so they can do better, you know, and we, we shouldn't be sitting here judging them for wanting to get better, right? And especially if you grew up in a household where you weren't allowed to, to, to express yourself, I think therapy is great for that. I think therapy is great for that. And also therapy is also therapy, therapy is therapeutic. Like it's, it's, it's self-care. Like, people want to talk about getting your nails done, getting your toes done, like your pedicure, getting your hair your hair done, light, uh, like get, taking a bubble bath, lighting a candle. People want to talk about that as self-care. Can we talk about therapy as self-care? Can we talk about that? Because we, we're, not, we're not talking about that. We're talking about... We're talking about, you know, getting our hair done and nails done, but we're not talking about as seeing therapy as a form of self-care. And I think that's of course it's it's it is some sort of self-care, but it doesn't like of course it makes you feel better when you know when you're going through something and 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 you want to feel better you get your nails done you want to feel better you want to feel good about yourself you get your hair done nails done eyelashes whatever but those are temporary fixes those are not permanent fixes you know those are not long lasting i mean meant to say i mean to say long lasting those are not long-lasting solutions, right? 
those are only temporary. Those are only temporary. And those don't last, y'all. Those don't last. I could get my hair done today and feel like shit tomorrow. Right? And I've done that. You know? And it's... It's hard. You know, a lot of people... One of the most horrible feelings to feel that's of the, the, the worst thing to feel more than sadness is hopelessness. And when I start feeling hope, like feelings of hopelessness, that's when I know something that I'm not okay. And it's okay not to be okay. But it's also good to have someone, it's also good to have someone to talk to. When you're not okay, right? So, closing out this episode, I just want to say that I think we need to do better with mental health. We need to do better with mental health. We need to stop stigmatizing people, stop calling people crazy. We just use that word a little bit too much. And we need to be raising advocacy as well as awareness. You know, we need to have the discussions about those those conversations about about those disorders we talked about because that's also part of mental health we need to be more educated on these on these all of these different disorders instead of judging people for them and it's good to have mental health awareness month because i know we don't we have we're lucky to have something like that in in this country because mental health is probably not i'm not even saying probably in some countries, mental health is not even acknowledged, right? Mental health is not even acknowledged in some countries. It's not even like a, a thing. And so it's, you know, I'm grateful to live in a country where we have something called mental health awareness. But we also have a long way to go to be better. And I'm closing out with that statement. Until next time, guys, stay strong, stay efficient.